0: not a How are you going? Welcome to episode number 66 of the Average Man Podcast. Uh, first of all, we got a lot to talk about, man. Um, first of all, let's do some shout-outs, man. Big, big, big shout-outs just to people... Uh, businesses that have been closed down people who don't have jobs and can't work right now especially small local businesses you know this is a, a community-based podcast um, I talk about sh- shit that's going on in the community I try to talk to people in the community so yeah, big big shout out to people who are doing doing it tough and whose industry is um, been put on hold jobs have been uh, people have been sacked and, and people have been stood down without pay um, for the for the interim and not knowing when that's gonna to, gonna end, people with families trying to feed their kids, um, yeah, man, people who are you know immune compromised and who are, re- are really scared, older people who are really scared about this whole thing, you know, like just uh, just yeah, we want to send really good thoughts and, uh, and and out to those people. In some shitty situations right now, man, because it's a crazy, crazy time. It is. Uh, it is the end of the world as we know it. It really is um, not the end of the world. We're gonna be alright. We'll come through the other side. But it's gonna be different. I'll get into that. Um, yeah, as we go along. But man, big shout out to those people who are struggling, doing it tough, anxiety through the roof, not knowing when the next paychecks coming, not knowing how they're gonna um, survive at the for the interim. Um, at this stage, I'm not in that boat, um, you know. So thank God for that. And but yeah, big big thoughts and prayers out to those people, man, because it's a shitty, shitty time, a shitty situation for for a lot of people, a gang of people, and you know, globally, obviously, um, but you know, locally as well. I'm I'm really concentrating on um, my energies and um, my well wishes. So yeah, shout out to you people, man. Um So, obviously, I don't know if I said it, episode number 66, Average Man Podcast. It is the end of the world as we know it. Uh, R.E.M. bringing us in there. What a bloody appropriate song. Um, Okay, well, it's a completely different world from two weeks ago when I did my last full-length podcast. I I did do a bit of a... A bit of a weird one last week It was kind of like a Just a cathartic um, Sort of counselling session for myself Talking about my dog being put down Losing a best friend And I did speak rough just briefly On the coronavirus um, situation The COVID-19 situation But it really was I didn't I see that people have listened to that episode. If you did, I'm sorry. It was quite boring and depressing and very low-key. But it was just real and honest and raw and I had to get it out, man, you know, um, and just pretend that it didn't happen and I couldn't dishonor my boy by not talking about it. So I just kind of went on a 20-minute on a um, ramble about putting him down and some good memories and losing a, losing a dog and all that kind of shit. So this is my first podcast back uh, for two weeks just talking about – what we do, doing what we do here, usually, and it's a completely different world, man, it's, which is kind of crazy. So, um, lately, every time I do a podcast, it's a completely different world that we're living in. I started talking about it, you know, what what was it, three weeks ago now, when we were still planning on going to Bali, the day, literally, the day before they put in. Um, Self quarantine measures, enforced self quarantine measures for anybody returning back into the country. So, we, I, I did the podcast on the Saturday, weighing up pros and cons and saying that, yet yeah, we'll still be doing our Bali trip. And then that Sunday, they, they put on those um, self quarantine measures for anybody returning into the country. So, that obviously canned our trip. And then she's just gone uh, systematically crazier, step by step, since that point, man. And it's, it's, it's bloody insane. If somebody had told you two months ago that, Uh, By the end of March you wouldn't be able to leave the country You wouldn't be able to fly interstate You'd be facing um, an upcoming region ban Where you're not uh, able to travel freely from region to region um, Where people are going to be put on mandatory lockdown Kids are being sent home from school Or because of a virus And it's happening around the whole world you would not believe them. You would say, bullshit, that'll never happen. The government would lose too much money, the economy wouldn't survive it, you know, blah, blah, blah. And everybody would have thought the same thing. There'd be a handful of people who are preppers and shit saying, I saw this coming, I'm ahead of the curve, but the most of us, the majority of us sane-minded people, we didn't would never have believed this was going to happen. Just two months ago, even probably six weeks ago, even a month ago, it's happened so quick and it's so unprecedented in our lifetime. Um, What a fucking whirlwind What a fucking ride we're on man Um, You know like When was the last time Something this crazy Happened on a global scale There was obviously some huge wars in the first part of last century the depression that followed it uh, massive alcohol restrictions in, in certain countries um, there's been a there was the flu uh, I think it was the Spanish flu that, that followed World War one I, I believe and soldiers coming back from war bringing it with them and spreading it around the place you know which had some devastating effects on the entire world um, but for us for, it's been a hundred years you know it's been a good sort of hundred years since anything crazy like this is really um, really happened i guess if you yeah, if world war 2 so probably 80 years 84 uh, 75 80 years so, but a crazy time man and um yeah well, we've got a lot to talk about as i said um you would be um you you you, you can't can't blame people for having said things and mom I'm in this boat uh, just up to a couple of weeks ago that they completely have Abandoned at this stage Obviously I didn't think It was going to be As huge a deal as it was I was planning on still Going to Bali Didn't think how, how, see how it's Going to affect us directly um, That whole situation Has changed now And um, I think One of the main things That um, I've found A little bit disappointing About the the way We as a country And as a community um, Have handled the situation um, Is And it's been led By the government And the media The, the way that they've Dealt with it Is that this, this kind of um, The shaming Like the sort of people shaming and and um, and really ragging on, on on the way other people are dealing with this situation coming to to terms with it in their own time like because it's a huge ...unprecedented event in our lifetime... ...you know, as I said... ...and a very, very short space of time... ...so people are going to take a minute to get used to it, man... ...the fact that they can't fly anywhere anymore... ...the fact that they can't go and have social contact... ...and, and have weddings that they had planned... ...and, you know, um, other other gatherings... ...they have to go home from their job... ...they have to pull their kids out of school... ...they're supposed to be self-isolating... ...and all this kind of shit... ...like it's a huge change, man... ...these aren't small measures... ...and I don't think um, anyone's writing this off as all, all bullshit... But you have to understand that people are going to adjust to it in their own way differently. And, and the whole shaming thing, I just don't really think it's the best way to go, man. Like, be understanding that this is a crazy time and let's just keep explaining to people why we need to be doing these things, what the outcome, what the positives of doing that are, and, and some positive feedback of, of how we're dealing with this situation will be good as well, except it's all been doom and gloom. We're, it's going to spread everywhere. We're not going to be able to handle it. This is going to happen. health system's going to collapse. Heaps of people are going to die. We have to fucking self-isolate. We have to cancel fucking every single event. It's all just negative Like have some fucking positives Say look We're on the right track To fucking do our best To to stop the spread of this thing And and, uh, well it's not going to stop the spread Is it? It's going to slow the spread um, So it doesn't um, overwhelm our health system All in one one heap Um, And it's going to drag on for a long period of time Because of the the way that we're stretching it out But it's it's the correct way to handle it And like you know That message is starting to come out now But fuck it It took a little while It took a little while to get there, so I feel that between them, the media and the government haven't been handling it the best ways in the public relations side of it. media are just the media, they're just fucking fiends for any sort of fucking horrible news that they can dump and they can update. hourly or four hourly uh, ever store ever changing global story um that's just that affects every everybody uh that as i said changes continually like what a fucking gold mine that is for the media um and shock and and fear and panic is all, always a good, a good way to get listeners and get headlines so you can't you can't imagine them handling it any other way but the government really uh, have been slow to to to, to Sort out the right channels to to distribute some good, healthy, um, and um, and helpful information. And now there's some uh, some there's some apps now. I think they're working in with Facebook and WhatsApp, where you can get notifications sent to, you know to to those apps regularly about what's going on. And there's some people know the right channels to go through now. Like you know, if you're in WA, you go to WA Health, um, uh, WA Government Health. Uh, website or, or just the World Health Organization's website to get inf- information and things like that, but a lot of second sourcing and um, people getting their information directly from the media and having it quoted as being from reputable sources. But don't don't trust those fucking slimy dogs in the middle. Get your, get your your information directly from the from the main sources. So people are starting to understand that now a little bit. I think it feels like anyway. And some of those positive and and productive messages are starting to get out. But in, in the zeitgeist. But for a while there, it was just all. Um, You you naughty naughty children Go to your bedroom Do not come out No friends for you No fun for you You're all banned For fucking three months And everyone's like What? What's going on? What? You're not doing it quick enough Get to your room You're all fucking terrible kids You're all terrible people Shame on you You're just so selfish Everyone's going to die Because of you Like whoa What the fuck man? What's going on? Hey, okay, there's a virus. Hey, is that serious? Holy shit, all right, well, fucking, what can I do to help? Okay, so I have to fucking social distance from people, keep my hygiene up. Uh, okay, we need to cancel trips and plans and 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 and, and um, any training for work and we need to limit interstate uh, travel and all that. Okay, I'm with you, I'm with you, but fuck, give me a chance to catch up to all the information. It's coming in thick and fast. And people's immediate reaction is to think of themselves first. That's, you know, I guess human nature, so they're out trying to fucking... Buy all the hand sanitizer and fucking toilet roll and tissues and fucking canned food and everything they can because the government scared the shit out of them along with the media. So they're planning for a fucking apocalypse. And then you're telling them like you know again shaming people for not acting right. It's a fucking crazy whirlwind out there at the moment. I think we could take a step back from that social side of it and just give each other a fuck a bit of a break, a bit of a pat on the back, and go, hey, it's gonna be all right, man. It's gonna be all right. We need to look after the the compromised people in our community. We all got to do it together. You're doing a good job. We Need to do a bit more And um, you know I, I feel like that Would be a healthier Conversation rather than You know Fucking you're all shit Go to your room Fucking You're not doing it Quick enough Fucking naughty naughty people Which is how it's felt To me anyway And to people I've been Speaking to So I don't know We can we can handle it Better than that In my opinion um, And so and, and, and with this Whole self-isolation um, uh, Protocol that's been Given to us By the government By the World Health Organisation There's been I know as I definitely know from being you know I'm in the the building industry and I talk to just normal everyday blokes on a regular basis and um a lot of them you know just your, just your normal everyday guys who who don't follow media and who aren't up there researching shit on the internet at night they're just trying to go about their life in a normal um in a normal f- f- manner and and sorry they don't they don't follow news stories or they get all the information from the media that a lot of those people don't actually understand what we're even Trying to achieve with the self is- self isolation and quarantine periods, so like it's as it's not I don't think is supposed to uh, stop the spread so much. I think that's kind of inevitable at this stage, but more slow it down so that we don't all um, we don't all fall on the healthcare system at, at one time and have fucking every person you know. Every second person over the age of seventy looking for a fucking ventilator within a, f- a, s- a small period of time because it's not going to be available. So you know we want to spread that, vir- that 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 um, rate. You know th- th- I think there's a few graphs going around about um, uh, what do they call it the curve about um, um, yeah about about flattening the curve. You know like obviously it's a good v- mental image for people to get in their head of of the the rate of infection just spiking and you want to. You really want to flatten that curve off so it heads um, on a more horizontal trajectory rather than just straight up in a spike so that those cases of infection are spread out and and by the time, you know, group A start to um, recover from the symptoms or, some people will be deceased in that group Then group B are starting to come through And by the time they're recovering Group C are coming through Blah, blah, blah Rather than there's the whole fucking alphabet Rolling up on the front door at the same time Going yep, we're all fucked We need some medical attention Which is what happened in Italy Which is fucking really, really sad Really, really sad Horrible over there But focusing on Australia It's too much to cover Otherwise we start fucking wandering um, So that self-isolating would be To help f- um slow the the spread down, flatten the curve, which is, again, another reason why shaming people and and acting like we should all be self-isolating already is incorrect. So some people don't have the luxury of not being able to work tomorrow because they need to fucking feed their kids. And if they don't work tomorrow, they don't have enough money for the rent, for the mortgage, for the food, for for the petrol, things that have not yet been taken care of. Now, there's talk about it. Um, you know, there's talk about it Financial assistance, freezing mortgages And, and um, interest rates being drastically lowered And then you'd hope that's going to be passed down And down through um, through Down to tenants and things like that So rents can be paused Or at least drastically uh, lower. But that hasn't happened yet So not everybody can just be fucking self-isolating right now We don't all have the luxury Some people have jobs they can do from home Some people are artists and things like that Musicians and um athletes who are on good salary, salaries and retainers where they can just keep going uh where they'll just their income will keep coming coming in or they've got enough money behind them where they don't need that income coming in right now but but we're not all in that boat so ease off i'm a working man i don't work uh, i don't work i don't get paid i literally am on an hourly rate i don't get any benefits i don't get extra time i don't get a sick day time you know leave uh, ados accrued anything like that i get Paid for the hours that I'm at work So uh, and again I'm not Hard up or, or anything like that you know I've we've got a little bit of money behind us as a, as a buffer to help us through some tough times But um, you know not a, not a Huge chunk I definitely need to work But also I'm not but there's a lot of people In the, in the same boat as me who don't have any Savings behind them whatsoever so we can't All just be self isolating we can ease off on that Fucking judgement fucking um, Pressure that people are, uh, are giving Out and also if everybody's Self isolated for two weeks now and then we all went back out to work. It's the exact same thing as never self-isolating and all hitting the fucking, or uh, getting the virus spread at the same rate anyway. Because the whole point would be that the people that can self-isolate now do it, and then another group does it a fortnight from now. And then obviously there's going to be overlaps. Not going to be that 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 cut and dry. But people self-isolate as their situation allows, spread out over the next whatever three, four, five, six months. That is, that's the way That you're actually Going to get the whole Population um, In isolation At different times Otherwise If we all just go indoors now Like they are in China When they come out um, uh, it, Maybe they're going to have Enough time in between Going in a lockdown For a full month Or whatever And they're just going to Let people die in the interim We don't know really What's happening in China But if they all just come out We all go into self-isolation For two weeks And then come out It's going to spike again So it's got to be spread out Over a time, over a time period And people will do it when, when they can When you know is, is more appropriate to them Not just right now They only found out about it Fucking a week and a half ago So again I, I'm kind of resigned to the fact That um, especially with having young kids My wife being in the healthcare system um, You know that at some stage We're probably going to have to go into quarantine For a couple of weeks Or self-isolation I'm kind of resigned to that fact And it will come up when it comes up um, But yeah Don't have to do it today Just because it's the hot thing on social media And that's that's kind of what it is Um you know there's this uh celebrities and yeah a lot of a lot of musicians and celebrities and um artists and you know other athletes and shit like that who are kind of using this whole self isolation self quarantine um debacle as as like a uh, virtue signalling tool A new hashtag To use on fucking Instagram You know And they're all fucking talking about What they're doing During their isolation And making it this cool thing that Everyone's talking about It's like you're not cool You're not involved In the social uh, Zeitgeist If you're not fucking Self-isolating man It's like for fuck's sake Not everybody can do it And if we all do it right now Again it doesn't It defeats the purpose So yeah How about not use it As a, as a way to fucking Blow your own horn And, and show the world How great you are and, and fucking virtue signal How about just do it For practical reasons? When it when the time is appropriate, that'd be another fucking great way to go about it. Fucking celebrities, man. You know that the untouchables, the people that can afford to just fucking shut themselves inside in their fucking mansions for three months and do bugger all or write music from home. Yeah, okay, you, you'll be all right, mate. Not everybody's in that situation. So that's um something something that I've noticed a fair bit of uh, lately, and, and and it's kind of been pissing me off a little bit to be to be honest with you. Um. Yeah The country Hasn't come to a dead halt Not everybody can Can afford to pull their kids Out of school right now As I said People like me I I only get paid For the hours I work My wife's a nurse She's needed at work Um, It comes to a point When they say Schools are definitely shut We're going to have to Work something else out Between us Where um, You know um. Someone stays home with the kids And if there's a full lockdown and, no one's, and we're not allowed to go to work Well that is what it is And we'll deal with it when it comes up But while there's money to be made And I can put some more away And look after my family's future And health and wellbeing And keep feeding them That is exactly what I'm going to be doing yeah, You know um, Doing my bit where uh, As is practical in my own life To, to help um, spread the message uh, be, uh, Keep my distance from people Be very hygienic All that kind of shit um but also you're doing the what's practical to 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 look after my family which is my 100% my number one prerogative out of everything else in the world it is my my little family obviously my extended family too but the four people and the animals under my supervision <laughs> that live in this house and my 100% uh, my my number one prerogative without doubt so Looking after them first and foremost, and then doing what we can as a larger community to to do the right thing and help get on top of the on this whole fucking um, COVID nineteen situation is um, the the de- very next step underneath that. So, and I think that's the way most people are, are kind of managing it. <sighs> um, schools. There's been a lot of talk back and forth about schools. Why are schools still open? And I and I was a bit vocal about it in the beginning. Again, when we didn't quite know. Um, How serious this was going to get And again there definitely are people who knew how serious it was going to get There's people who have been prepping for this shit for years There's a fucking uh, documentary on Netflix at the moment called Pandemic Which is exactly about this Um, It was was, was about an influenza virus instead of a coronavirus But still same same shit, different bucket So people have known about it um, and, and, And there's definitely conversations to be had about whether the these people who are advising governments—they are—and whether the governments are taking their, their their um taking those recommendations seriously enough, and whether we could have retrospectively handled it better, quicker, um, and and done a better job of stopping the spread of it. So if we were listening to these people who said there's going to be a, an outbreak, an epidemic slash pandemic turning into a pandemic at some stage, it's not a, it's not a when it, uh, it's not an if it's a when uh, question of, then if we'd to listen to those people, our governments. Uh, and they'd drop the ball immediately, they'd have a pissed-off public, closed all our borders, all that kind of shit, stopped in-state travel, locked it all down, like, immediately, when we got one case in Australia, well, then we probably would have stopped the flow coming into the country, and we could at least move freely within our own borders and go on about daily life, you know, uh, as far as travelling around the country and and going to our jobs and all that, and shops and schools and all that kind of shit. So, I'm not a fucking specialist, I'm not a pro, I know that there's smarter people than me dealing with this, but that does seem... um, a little obvious that if they, they had this information there's people whose job it is to to give recommendations to the government about these situations and it seems like that's exactly what they were saying should have been done and it never was and now we're in the situation that we were told we were going to be in when this happened so that's all kind of fucking frustrating really um, and still, it still feels like they're still doing it a little bit they're talking about lockdown's coming this is coming that's coming more restrictions will be made fucking just drop the hammer like New Zealand did. like why don't we just do it if it's going to happen why don't we just fucking do it drop the hammer, shut everything down. And I know that sounds a little bit contradictory ab- about the whole self-isolation thing, but I think that would come a little bit... You would, you would still do the self-isolation, self-quarantine and some of those measures, but put the strict, strict measures on f- straight away, bang, lock it down for whatever time period it's going to be, and then open it up a little bit more and let people start going back to work and kids back to school, but keep those other restrictions in place and then and sort of feels like we're going ass backwards a little bit here. So... Again, I'm, not, I'm just a fucking idiot I know I'm just a fucking chippy who likes, Who's likes. he got a microphone, likes to talk shit I don't actually know anything about the situation So if you're there screaming at the fucking um, Your radio Or, or wherever you're listening to me from Because you think I don't know what I'm talking about Fair enough, fair call, maybe you're right But that just seems to me An average bloke talking to average people That one seems a little bit obvious uh, also that's, that's, I don't know, it feels like we're dragging our feet on it uh, A little bit um, so kids at school, yeah, there was that whole thing I went on a tangent there, didn't I? There was that whole question of um, Why are the kids still at school um, If we're, you know, everything else is being shut down And I guess that whole That's like a knock-on effect um, situation where if the kids all come home from school Who's going to look after them, that's our workforce Not just your everyday workforce, but a lot of them would be um, Policers and nurses and doctors First responders, shit like that A lot of them are parents, so who's going to look after the kids If our first responders, or who's going to look after Us if all the first responders and nurses And doctors are all home with their kids Is it going to be their grandparents, the grandparents are the ones Who are most susceptible for the, to the virus So you know, there's a fucking a lot of details that go into that It's not as simple as um, Yeah, why are we not allowed to um, have gatherings of more than 100 people or whatever it is now outside and there's less now and and um, kids are still at school so yeah there, there's it's, it's a very nuanced fucking uh, conversation so so that's that's the whole thing about schools which uh, again I didn't get my head around immediately um, but yeah you know you we're all learning learning on our feet here so you've got to forgive people if they said something a week ago that they now don't agree with Or now know to be incorrect This is We're all fucking learning On our feet With this one um, Yeah Could we have acted quicker I do think so um, Yeah And again Even uh, A week ago When I wrote this Some of my notes down I got a question here That says Should we um, Do you watch, Just an opinion thing But do you think that uh, Do you think that we should get uh, different set of restrictions being rural Australians as those living in the in the um, urban in CBD areas because you know we make a lot of sacrifices choosing to live in a more isolated um, towns across the country. We don't get the same services and the same um, opportunities for our kids, and we don't get the same restaurants and entertainment and all that kind of shit. And we you know because we are rural, so there not be some. Uh, and should there not be some benefits to go with that That when things get shut down for C- in the CBD For obvious reasons That it doesn't need to be that strict Out in the out in the country areas so That to be one of the benefits of, of choosing To live a more isolated lifestyle But I now think A few days more into it I now think that that question Well for me My opinion and my answer on that is No, it's, it's, we've just got to get ahead of it. it Especially in a town like Port Hedland Where we've got FIFO workers It's going to get here eventually um, You know So We do whatever we can To get ahead of the damn thing Rather than playing catch up Later on So I don't agree With that opinion anymore Um, Again we're acting We're learning um, On on our feet here man So I see I I do have something to ask though What's with the alcohol restrictions Extra alcohol restrictions And I think they're even Putting alcohol restrictions On down in in the the Cities and shit now What's with that Like what the fuck Do you want people to do Can't fly anywhere Can't travel anywhere Can't have any gatherings Catch ups uh, Can't go to work Can't go to school Can't do anything Can't socialise can sit at home and drink But now we're putting alcohol restrictions on To make it more difficult to do that Like fucking hell Give people a break Man That's the kind of thing Where they're putting alcohol restrictions on um, th- That's the kind of thing That that makes me feel like um, The government are taking advantage of the situation And the, and before I'm going to preface this Preface this little um, section Of the conversation here With um by saying that I'm not A conspiracy theorist I do think some of them Are very interesting I like to listen to them And and, and let people Take me down that rabbit hole But as a serious thinker I'm not A, a conspiracy theorist There are definite conspiracies That are real and true And have been proven and, and, and I'm not also naive To those things But I'm not a big Conspiracy guy Looking for conspiracies In everything That happen But I feel a little bit like Yep Obviously this is a real thing That's going on uh, We're all We know that that, that we know that because the, the World Health Organisation and the, and the doctors and the health professionals Are, uh, um, are giving us that, that information But it feels a little When you hear about alcohol restrictions And a few of the other things the government have done In this time period That they're kind of flexing on us Um There's been like a bit of a – and I talk about it quite often, the information area that we're in. There's been a bit of a revolution happening over the last – slowly building over the last 20 years and definitely in the last 10 years starting to explode of people, free thinkers, people moving away from traditional systems uh, of of work and employment and um, things like – Weed becoming um, legalized. a lot of places people are, a lot more people are open with experimenting with um, psychedelic drugs and hallucinogens and things like that. Uh, they're starting to use it as medicine and starting to, to um, move away from pharmaceuticals in a big, big way. And that and part of that whole movement and a revolution is that free thinkers, as I said, um, uh, people are coming up with their own solutions, becoming more self-sufficient in ways. Uh, in, in other ways we're, we're, we're eaten out of the hand. That's too easy to do A lot more than we used to But um, In a lot of ways People are becoming More self-sufficient At least in the way That they think So um, The government Feels a little bit to me Like they're flexing on us Kind of going You, you motherfuckers Still need us You still need us See what happens uh, some, When the shit hits the fan Like this Who do you come crawling back to You come crawling back to the yeah, Back to the government Back on the tit you need us, it's stroking the back of your hair, come on, come into the warm embrace of the government. We'll look after you, we'll put. We'll just put a few more restrictions around. These are for your own benefit, they're for your own benefit. Some of them won't be lifted once the pandemic's passed, that's okay. We're just going to get a bit more of a tighter hold on our population while we've got the chance. It feels a little bit like that, a little bit like that, and I see it in, in happening in, the, in in the States as well, and it's happening around the world really. It does seem a little bit like... The government are taking advantage of a terrible situation. While they're doing the right thing in a lot of other ways, that there's, de- there's definite uh, moves being made to just make sure that when it's all done and dusted and the wind's blown over us, that they've got a little bit more of a tighter hole in the population that they had, you know, at the beginning of this whole thing. That's opinion, an opinion of mine and maybe a lot of that comes to do with um, pharmaceutical companies being big lobbyists for, for politicians and things like that. Um, you know, it's they, just well, who's going to feed us the vaccine when it comes through? Pharmaceutical companies are going to have the, the rights to them. They're going to sell them to governments. They're going to fucking be the ones who are who are um, dis- dishing out that vaccine that everybody's going to need? So it's kind of like you know, a slap in the face. You stupid fucking revolutionary-minded hippies. You think you can solve everything with fucking cannabis and CBD oil, fucking a few massages and a bit of yoga? Who's you fucking need now? You need the government. You need the vaccine. You need us. I feel a little bit like there's some of that flexing going on. So that's my personal opinion on that one. And again, I'll say it one more time. I'm a fucking idiot. I don't really know. But it does seem like that makes sense to me and I, I do see a little bit of that. Alcohol restrictions now? Why? What are you talking about? What are we doing that for? Um, ah, excuse me. Had a bit of a um, dry mouth there. So, I guess, yeah, one of the other things people have been talking about is how long is this going to last for? What's the time frame? It's probably going to restrictions are probably going to go on for the next six months to eight months or something like that so it's going to be a full year before our lives start looking like anything normal again we might be able to travel a bit before then hopefully by you know the end of the year but around the christmas time at least things have opened up we can start traveling again but we're still going to have to be feeling the the shock the aftershock from the from the the blow that's for, for damn sure uh, and that's one of the things i was saying as well um yeah This is the end of the world As we know it. It's going to be a different world Leaving um, On the other side Of this whole thing um, Because Yeah It's going to be Because even Even when We're going to get through it and life As we know it In, in a large in, in, in a lot of senses will go back to To normal That We'll always remember We'll always have that taste in our mouth We'll always know that all our freedoms and liberties And and you know, freedom to travel around And the security of having food on the shelves And, 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 and all that kind of shit We know that, that can all just disappear in, in an instant And again, if I told you two months ago That that was going to happen You'd think I was crazy you think, no way People will fucking never stand for it they would be a fucking riot Blah, blah, blah There's not They are standing for it Everyone's behind it Everyone's getting in line and Doing what they're told Everyone's we're all giving up our freedoms and liberties to, to beat this fucking damn thing that we didn't see coming. Um, everyone's so so worried about um, the physical enemy, world wars, nuclear power, things like that, that can come and wipe us out. We weren't really, you know, and again, the people there are people that knew about it, but there's the general population. We, we weren't talking about a virus that was going to come and fuck us all up, change our whole fucking life. It's going to crash the economy, stock markets crash down. Governments are handing out the largest stimulus packages in the history of their governments. Um, jobs, people are losing jobs left, right and centre. We're, we're given up on a huge popul- numbers of our population because we just know that they're going to die in certain places, certain countries. Um, businesses, small businesses are just getting fucking... Bold over. Imagine owning a small business and not being able to open your doors. I was speaking to Kate from Ironworks the other day. I went and hired a couple of kettlebells to, to do my workouts from home. So, big shout out to Kate and Ibs from, from Ironworks. Thank you very much for, for hooking me up. Um, and, and I was speaking to Kate, you know, and she was saying that they, they, they tried to get ahead of this whole thing uh, by speaking to the real estate agent preemptively, saying, you know, they're going to probably shut us down. We're going to need to come to some sort of agreement with rent, which is it's through the roof where they are. And then you know when the gym got shut down. the day later, they get given the the fucking rent for the month, and you know, comp- you know, and it's and it's the full rent for the month. I won't say the figures on here. It's not my place to say that. I'm going to have Kate and Ibs on here pretty soon to chat about you know, that and a few other things as well. Anyway, but they get the full rent handed out to them like a fucking kick in the balls, man. Like a, like a slap in the face. Like come on, it's in the, it's a big number too. It's a big number, man. This is a small family-owned business who are now not allowed to operate due to a fucking global crisis. This is happening across the whole world. This isn't someone's uh, hard up on their luck. This isn't a regional problem that we're facing or something in certain industries. It's not a stock market thing. It's not an excuse. It's not fucking anything except what it is, which is a global pandemic which is affecting every single person. And and if you're a, a, a person that outright owns the land that a small business in this town is renting from you and you don't give them some breaks at this fucking time which is gonna th- sink them then you're a fucking you're a demon you're a bad person I'm not going into too much detail about that whole story because I'll get let Kate and, and, and Ibs tell their side of it and see how much details they want to put out about it I don't know if I can blow the whistle on someone where it's not my place but that's one story that's one story That's happening everywhere That's happening everywhere around town That's happening everywhere around the country That's happening everywhere around the world in different With different details and different people But it's this, this is fucking crazy This is rocking the world for six economically And that means on a small scale too Just the normal guys uh, Men and women around the place Trying to look after their damn kids Their families and shit um, But yeah, as I said I'll, I'm going to have Kate Nibs on next weekend And we'll get get further into that um, and chat about some of those re- repercussions, and I'll, I'm going to get in contact with a bunch of other people around town. Hopefully, going to start getting some more guests back on again, rather than just me rambling. Um, and as and as um, a, a, as far as that goes as well, look, I, I think I've said enough on it for today. There's plenty of time involved in this thing. It's going to be going on for a little while. It's going to be the talk of it on on everybody's lips for a while. I'm going to get more information as it goes, so I won't I won't blow my whole wad on the on this one podcast. Um, and I am out of time anyway. So I will just say. Look, the world's going to be a completely different place place on the other side of this because uh, even though a lot of things are going to go back to the the way they were, we're going to remember, we're going to know that this shit can happen again at any stage. might not be a virus, might be something different, but we know that these things that we take for granted can just go away. We we can't always just get food whenever we want. Maybe a lot of people are going to start looking at becoming more self-sustainable. I know I'm going to, hunting and fishing more for yourself, growing your own vegetables. I'm um, having that money Squirrelled away For a rainy day Because a rainy day Really can come At any time We you know, Just because things Haven't happened For a hundred years We think that they Never happen the Crazy things like that Don't happen Because they haven't Happened for a, a, a hundred years A hundred years Is a fucking a, a, Absolute tiny amount Of time in the speck Of things And yeah, because we've got such short lifespans We think that it's a huge amount of time And that this is the way things are The way that they've been for the last 80 years Well they're fucking not Obviously th- shit can change any minute So we know that now Maybe some of the other threats that are out there Comets hitting the world Fucking huge volcanoes Blowing and fucking everything up Maybe some of those things would be A little more realistic to people Who think that nothing's ever going to change and, w- and that's all fucking um, hogwash Maybe people will start being a little bit more self-reliant uh, um, During these times And again, yeah Squirrel that money away um, Learn how to look after yourself a little bit better um, Yeah, it's going to be a different world, man You're going to be planning holidays Thinking, fuck, I wonder if something's going to come And change all of this again You know Yeah um, it, there's things like people going to my, my parents going to My dad's going into retirement this year He's just lost 70 grand Out of his fucking superannuation fund He's supposed to be just starting to tuck into that In, in a couple of months um, You know they, they were supposed to be going away on holidays Well obviously that's been canned for now But he's going to have to come up with a plan B Because he can't start chewing into his superannuation fund Because he's worked his entire life Putting money away into it And he's just lost 70 grand In about two and a half weeks Or two weeks that is just a crazy amount of money, and I know this stock market goes up and down. But when you're at that very precipice of retiring, and starting to use that money, you don't have time for it to bounce back up where, where it was. So this this is crazy sh- knock-on effect from this thing all over the world, and people are going to be thinking about that, planning at least for the next ten years. We'll be very, very acutely aware that this shit can happen at any time, and then you know, being people, the memory will start to fade. I'm sure we'll just get back on into business as usual down the track. But this is this changes this changes the way we interact with. Um, Our government With the people around us um, With our own money hopefully And the way we look after ourselves Definitely it's going to be different on the other side And I just hope that one thing that comes out of this At least soon and at least now uh, While we're in it Is that people start being nicer to each other Because with that fear uh, and uncertainty That the government and the media especially Have been spreading There's a lot of weirdness out there um, And a lot of weirdness out there In in the public and between people um, People you can just kind of feel it in, in a lot of different situations and I think that needs to... something we need to get on top of. We need to be nicer to each other, look after each other, less judgement, man, um, less judgement. People people who are still working and going about their daily life you know, feel pretty much as business as usual. Just understand, because I'm around those people every single day, understand that we're doing what we can to to mitigate um, social contacting. In my job, we're not having any... Um, Pre-start meetings and toolbox meetings, large gatherings like that anymore. We spread spread our workforce up so there's two or three people on a job at a time maximum. Uh, we've got disinfectant in all the shared vehicles. That You wipe down the steering wheel and the and door handles and gear stick and everything with our, with after every single use. Everyone has hand wash and sanitizer on their jobs. It's something that we that we um are, um talking about now in our, in our um. You know, JHAs and things like that. It's it's we're all aware of it. Everybody's doing their bit while we're out there still working. We're doing what we can, make taking practical measures to 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 um, mitigate the the risk of it, of infection and of it spreading. We are not just being irresponsible and just going about our lives as usual. Going ah fuck it, man, we're all good. We're doing what we can. We're just not sitting at home indoors because that's not an option for us right now. So you have got to understand that people are uh, everyone I know is taking it seriously. No one's just laughing it off. No one thinks it's a no no big. Or what we're doing What we can practically To to, um, look after ourselves And look after everyone else around us In these fucking crazy times You know So yeah A little less judgement Let's all be nicer to each other man And um, try to get your information From reputable sources And please um, Hopefully People start to spread the good news um, the positive message because positivity is a fucking must if we're going to get through things like this together. Um, we need a, we need some positivity and something some some good some good news stories about how we're doing things right and how we're slowing the curve and all those extra cases you hear about. Um, none of them have been community. Um, Cases or very very little of them. There've been people coming back from overseas, a lot of them from cruise ships, things like that. So it's not spreading through the community like wildfire. It's just that that spillover effect of people still returning home from overseas and they're bringing those um, cases back with them, and they've you know people who've been in contact with people on on those planes and things like that. So it's not yet hit the community, spreading like wildfire like it would seem just from the f- from the face value numbers. Um, so there's some positives to be had and to be told and people aren't talking about them so i guess if you if you' If you're getting the, in, the right information Talk to people about it Tell people that um, no, Not to make out like it's not a big deal but Let's just have some voice of reason Some people in the middle Who aren't terrified Who aren't just blasé But some people in the middle Who are just trying to spread Some, some good, positive, sensible news And information And I guess that's a good way to start And just try to be nice to each other Less judgement That's my take on it Average man's take On the motherfucking end of the world As we know it Righto Average Man, episode number 66. Until next week, over and out.